99.9. Live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's time for The Rush with Butkus Award winner Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Here's Rattler looking. Rattler sliding. Touchdown! Oklahoma Stogner climbed the ladder and comes down with it. Great throw by Rattler. Stogkowski? A little disrespect there by Gus Johnson. I thought the more impressive end of the play was Stogner's catch more than it was Rattler's throw on that third and eight in the 2020 OU Texas game, but that's fine. Yes, Stogkowski, though. He back. Running it back. That was a good play. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was just – he just got positioning like he was on the low block, didn't he, and just kind of throw it up to him. A little entry pass. Yeah. Like it, love it, hate it. I like it. I do too. I like it. I think it's good stuff. Um, you know, I, again, I I said this yesterday. I'm not sure what, how he is physically. You know, is he fully back? Has he put all that weight back on? Is, is Has he been able to advance and get better? Um, you know, just kind of anxious to see that. But we need depth at that position. We need experience at that position. And I, uh, I think that's going to be going to be a good, good asset for us. Now, I will say this: I I don't like the comparisons between Braden Willis and Austin Stogner. I okay. think they are, I think they are two different players. Oh yeah, from a player aspect, sure. Right. Yes. I don't think there's any reason to really compare the two guys. No. They they not have physically. they have different skill sets. They're not the same guy. Brain Willis is a guy that you can line up in wildcat and snap him the ball. You can you know use him as a fullback slash H back, motion him, moving behind the line of scrimmage. Um, you know, boot like you can do they, some of those. They basically with Stogner, used him at quarterback in the biggest rivalry yeah. game of the year. I mean, yeah, there's a, there's a big difference. Stogner there. is. A little bit more traditional of a tight end, and I guess what I, when I say traditional, I don't mean you know 1980 Jonathan Hayes line up and block defensive end all games. I mean like they're used now, an inline guy on the line of scrimmage or a split out target. Those are his two yeah. strengths, and that's not necessarily Brain Willis's strengths. He, he was a guy that you could move, use his athleticism, was a great position blocker, was a great lead blocker. They're just – they're two different players. They are, it, but you know why they're getting compared because Braden Willis sure. is the guy out the door. Yeah. Stogner's the next guy. They're different players. I think they're both good players. I think the only comparison between the two, and I made this one last hour, I'll see what you think, is you know this was Braden Willis's money-making year. And I think that he definitely made some money this year. This was his last year to really find, finally, you know, kind of, you know, bust out and have a big season. I feel like that's the same case with Austin Stogner this year, and I kind of like that man. Like th- that's one of the reasons why I really like bringing Stogner in. Is I don't know what his draft stock would have been if he would have left South Carolina to the NFL draft. But he knows if he wants to make some money in the league, he's got to have a nice year next year. So there's got to be some real motivation for him coming into this next season. Yeah. I kind of like that. No, I agree. Um, 
I see this text here. So KREF can reproduce Fox TV broadcast, but not Toby Rowland's radio calls. Yes, that is absolutely 100% correct. <laughs> we cannot. Crazy. We're crazy, not able. Toby Rowland, uh, the guy whose voice is on this sh- on this station every single morning. Morning, it's his voice. We can't use it on our broadcast. I don't know. No. I mean, it's funny that that's texted in, but you guys know how he's going to react. He's going to blow up and he's going to be ruined for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. Cause he always gets sidetracked here in studio with that, uh, monitor next to him where he can actually read the text line instead of just saying, what else we got the text line. So he'll be monitoring it today. No, Gus Johnson. He's totally cool with us playing his uh, calls as is Fox. Right. Um, Kel Gundy to OSU is quarterback coach. I, okay, dude. I, you can't – if you sit there and just look at that all day and just read out loud all the rumors that well, uh, not, are going on there. I'm not necessarily concerned about that. Did Oklahoma State have a coaching change that I did not see? I – as far as – who is their um, – what, what's – Tim the, Rattay. You, you, you play with Tim Rattay, yes. He's their quarterback coach and now. And Casey Dunn is still their OC as of right now, so I – no, I haven't seen any coaching change gotcha. uh, being made in Stillwater. Maybe there's some rumored ones up there. Yeah. Well, um, I like the Stogner situation. Um, I think he fits well. Like In a perfect world, I wish you could have had Stogner and Braden Willis playing together because, like That'd I be said, nasty. I think they have – and I know we did have that previously, but – um, you know, we never had both of them healthy. I, when Stogner was healthy, Brayden Willis had been fighting through some knee stuff, missed plenty of time. And then, you know, obviously Stogner never got right after that injury against Kansas. So we never had both of those guys at full strength, healthy and experienced. And I think I, their strengths and weaknesses actually go perfect together as a, as a duo at tight end. You got an inline guy who's a little bit better inline and split out, and then you got a more athletic guy that can move and block and lead block and do some different things there. So they they would have been the perfect duo together if we ever had them healthy. Yeah, but um, you needed to tight in a starter next year. I'll uh, I'll take uh, take my chances there with Austin yeah. Stogner, and maybe um, he'll be a big asset for the red zone offense. I mean, they, they've got some receivers that can make plays down the field, but I don't know. It just kind of felt at times that when that once that offense got into first and goal or they got inside the 20, it got bogged down a little at times. Maybe now you have a matchup issue that you can exploit inside the 20. Yeah. And I, and I, I don't know if you really have that at receiver right now unless Jaden Gibson ends up being that dude next year. But with Stogner, um, you can exploit some matchups with a player like that. Well – you know, I've talked about what I believe the main problems to be offensively. And I think the, the there's two main roots of that. Route one, uh, backup quarterback situation doesn't – like we saw what happened when Dylan Gabriel got hurt. You, you couldn't go to quarterback run game nearly as much as you wanted to. That's problem number one. Problem number two um, – we weren't great at receiver, so as teams recognized they could cover us man-to-man, everyone got tighter and tighter to the line of scrimmage, challenged, challenged us with man-to-man, load the box, or go zero man-to-man and bring all-out pressure, and we, we couldn't separate and couldn't win at wide receiver. 
except for at times we could just run go routes and win there and have a step on our guys. And, you know, sometimes we connect on those balls. As you get to the red zone, you know, defensively, you could do the same exact thing. And guess what? You're actually in a much better position. But offensively, it becomes hard. You can't just run a ripping go ball and let the quarterback throw it as far as you can and try and run under it. Uh, you have to have guys that can win with route running. And, and you know, you got to have a guy that's got physicality that can get off the press, you know, push it up the field, go back shoulder, and, and you know, out-muscle someone for a, for a catch. We didn't have that. So, um, a Stogner down in the red zone helps you a ton matchup-wise yeah. to be able to have someone that can win in a man-to-man. And more times than not, you are going to have a uh, mismatch there. Right. More than likely. And maybe um, by, uh, you know, four or five inches or so. Who knows? Uh, guys, I've got a question. And out Tebow, TBOW, how well do you think they will do next year? And is Alex Grinch the defensive coordinator? Well, I don't think he's going to get fired as the defensive coordinator. I would guess that Alex Grinch is the D.C. I would think so. you got to remember, it's, it's their first year there. They took over um, – you know, not a great roster. They had a bunch of transfers in. They had some guys that uh, transferred in and really helped them out. But, you know, they're still trying to put together a better roster, implement their their system better. Uh, they just had the best season that they've had in quite a while there, um, double-digit win season. I don't think anyone's getting fired. They ended up they're, – they're still ranked as a top-ten opponent right now and um, – you know, they don't have an easy bowl matchup. Now, on paper, it looks easy as they're playing against Tulane. Biggest game in, like, Tulane history. <laughs> It'll be a fight, man. That ain't going to be an easy game now. They got some dudes on that defense, and we know that they've got a fighter and a scrapper at quarterback. So, yeah. like, on paper, it looks like a, a an easy USC win. It's not, but – I. I don't think anyone's getting fired there at USC no, after one no, year. No, they're not. And, and USC will win a lot of games next year, I'm sure. The thing is, is that the, the Pac-12 kind of seems like it's on the come up a little bit. We'll see how Utah retools, but you know that they're going to have – they'll still have some nice players. They'll still have a tough, gritty team. Arizona's making some strides. I really like the hire that Arizona State just made. Yeah. Uh, we'll see about UCLA. I think Oregon's got a chance to be pretty good next year. I Who's going to be quarterback at uh, Oregon? Uh, Has Nick's got another year? Uh, I Dude, for some reason it wouldn't be surprising to me if Bo Nix – his freshman year I think was Jalen Hurts – for last year or only year at OU 2019. Yeah. Washington, so, I think, got a chance to be good. Oregon State's really building something. So if that was his first year, he's definitely got a he's definitely got another year of eligibility. Um so maybe he's back at Oregon. I don't know. But at, yeah, the Pac 12s Dion, of course, at Colorado. Yeah. They're about to have a massive upgrade uh, you think what's about, out there. Think about quarterback in the uh in the Pac twelve right now, if if Nick's is back, Cam Rising, Caleb Williams, uh Dion's son, the kid at Arizona, um I know Thompson Robinson's finally done at UCLA. He played back in twenty eighteen. He should be done finally. Right. Um so I mean they've they've got some good quarterback play out there in the Pac twelve right now. If a guy withdraws his name from the portal, does that mean the team just accepts them back? I mean, no, not necessarily. A lot of times if a guy enters his name in the portal, 
the team goes and finds another player to replace him and looking for an upgrade. Sometimes those guys come back, but it's not – I would say the majority of the time a spot back is not guaranteed. Yeah. Um, you never know how that works. Like, if they're withdrawing their name from the portal, that means the coaching staff is like – really hard sell recruiting them to come back. Um, there may be some guys that um, that go into the, the portal that weren't weren't discouraged from doing so. So I you know I don't know how that works. If a guy withdraws his name, that means most likely he's coming back yeah. like because the, the staff wants him back. Remember so. Tulane was a fourth down conversion away from continuing a what would be game winning drive last year against Alex Grinch. Yes, text yeah. line, that is true. Michael Pratt need- got tripped up like a yard short of the first down marker, or they probably mm. go down and score there. Ugh. Right. Well, you know, we could see it last year with that Tulane team, but somehow they mustered up like three wins last year. But you knew that there was good enough players on that team that they were going to be good. We were a year late on it. But you don't even have to look back to last year. You just got to look to this year whenever they went into Manhattan, Kansas, and whipped Kansas State. They held State, like 10 points, champ. right? Yeah, I think feel they like, beat 12 to 9 feel or feel like K-State had uh, 14 points after their first two drives. Yeah. Tulane held them to 10 points that day in Manhattan. Uh, doesn't you don't UCLA and USC join the Big Ten next year? No, the year after next year. So right, USC will still play a Pac-12 schedule next. I year. got a uh, text from uh, the voice of the University of Oklahoma Sooners, Toby Rowland. He also mentioned uh, Penix at Washington as another quarterback too. Yeah, Pac-12's got some some QBs now. There is a chance that next year, um, and which probably means they'll miss the playoff once again. But the Pac-12's got a chance to be as good as it's been in a while, yeah. probably. Yeah. Which, again, it still probably means they'll miss the playoff. But well, I don't <laughs> it know. It could be a good league next year. I, I think it's going to be good next year. But I maybe it's not. I, I don't know what the success on the field is going to be. But they've got more good, positive attention and people people you know following what's happening out there than they've had in a long time with obviously with USC with um, with Dion going to Colorado uh, landing at Oregon I mean there's there's a bunch of good things going on and like some of the names being thrown around for the Stanford job right now are uh, some pretty big names as well um, so OU's playing in a bowl game that has to do with food if you haven't noticed yeah the cheese it bowl where does cheese it rank? In terms of bowl names with food that's attached to it. I'll give you the ones. Okay. The Peach Bowl. The Potato Bowl. The Cheez-It Bowl. The Mayo Bowl. The Orange Bowl. The Sugar Bowl. Where does Cheez-It rank in the food hierarchy of bowl games named after food? Uh, One more time. The Peach Bowl. Yeah. The Potato Bowl. The Cheez-It Bowl. The Mayo Bowl. The Orange Bowl. The Sugar Bowl. What about the Fiesta Bowl? Uh, I mean, Fiesta's not like a – that's not a food. Like, there's oh, t- yeah. Tostitos was the sponsor that's back what in the I, day. I, I guess that's what I was – Yeah, I still, right. like, equate that to. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Um, I'm just wondering if OU has the best food – No. Name food bowl that's out there. No. It's better than the Mayo Bowl, I know that. I'll give you – I'll give you my top three in order. Number – the best overall is the Peach Bowl. Okay. 
Second is the Orange Bowl, and the third is the Potato Bowl. So you like peaches, oranges, and uh, potatoes more than Cheez-Its? Yeah. I don't know, man. Um, you need this guy comes by and he smokes meats and he had some for our I thought you were going to say he smokes weed and I was like, well, no kidding, well, he likes cheese it more. That too, yeah. <laughs> he smokes cheese it's and he'll bring in those. I've smoke- heard of that. Did you not have? Oh, you're never in studio, really. He brought some in about a month ago. Oh, big yeah. time. Yeah, the smoke cheese it's bowl. If they if they renamed it the smoke cheese it's bowl. I think it would be number one overall. Yeah, that's I actually I can't remember if I had that here, but I've had it somewhere. And my first thought was that seems like a waste of you know good smoking wood. And then I tried it and I was like, okay, it's pretty good. I get it. I get it. Yeah. I wonder who thought of that. Like, you think a drunk guy actually like knocked some Cheez-Its into his uh, smoker when he was smoking ribs or something? It reminds me of the show Drunk History, and I'm fully convinced that that's yes, that's the only way that that happens. Like, I think beer can or like beer can chicken. You know where you smoke a chicken with a beer in it? That had to have happened where someone like carried their chicken out there to the grill on top of their beer and forgot about mm-hmm. it. Uh, you know, sometimes uh, mistakes lead to great inventions. We've had the best results in the Sugar Bowl in recent years. Hey, if we ever get rich, first off, let's uh, let's promise to blow all of our money on stupid things. Like a joke on the state of California, let's buy the Hummus Bowl. Let's buy a bowl game in California and call it the Hummus Bowl and put it out there. And make sure that USC <laughs> plays it in it every single year. <laughs> the Avocado Toast Bowl? Yes. USC and UCLA will both switch every year. The avocado toast and the hummus bowl. Oh, my gosh. uh, Sponsored by Starbucks. Yeah, that's great. (laughs) Fantastic stuff. All right, keep the text line hot. See them rolling in. Uh, We'll get to some of those uh, next segment and continue to do so as the show rolls on. Plenty of stuff to get into today. 651-3439. We'll be back. Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on the Ref Sports Radio Network, your home for Sooner fans. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC in El Reno is family-owned and operated, and they take pride in providing a no-pressure, friendly sales process with excellent service. Now you can't beat that. Be sure to check out the lineups for Buick and GMC and get top dollar for your trade. So take a little drive to big savings. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC, I-40 and Highway 81, exit 125 in El Reno, or dorsey-jonesbuickgmc.com. Take your game in a new direction and experience one of Southern Oklahoma's finest golf destinations. Located just 20 minutes south of Oklahoma City, Winter Creek Golf and Social Club offers its guests the opportunity to experience 18 beautifully designed holes paired with 14 lakes all across stunning natural landscape. This course does not disappoint. Give us a call at 405-224-GOLF to book your tee time today. Sooner Nation, come join us for $2 Tuesdays at the Lloyd Noble Center this basketball season. Tuesday game specials include $2 draft beers, $2 fountain sodas, and a $2 small popcorn. Oklahoma basketball returns home Tuesday, December 6th, as they take on Kansas City. For tickets, visit Soonersports.com or call the OU Athletics Ticket Office at 405-325-2424. Boomer Sooner! 
I am Noble McIntyre, attorney at McIntyre Law. For almost 30 years, I've had the privilege of representing people across the state, winning hundreds of millions of dollars for Oklahoma families. I haven't retired because I love what I do. I stand up to big insurance companies. If the offer isn't fair, I won't settle. What I will do is fight for the full amount due my clients. At McIntyre Law, we are committed to obtaining full justice for our clients. Contact McIntyre Law at 405-917-5200 or visit us at McIntyreLaw.com. Talking to your kids about the dangers of vaping can be hard. Getting them to listen to hot gossip is easy. So here's some drama you could share with your kid. Dude, did you hear about Cassie and Jake? No, but did you hear that vaping can cause irreversible lung damage and nicotine affects brain development? (gasps) Nuh-uh. You don't need to gossip if you want to have an open conversation about vaping. So if you want to get tips on when and how to talk to your kids, visit talkaboutvaping.org. Brought to you by the American Lung Association and the Ad Council. Did you know that about 23% of Oklahoma's river and stream miles are impaired by bacteria? Pet waste can pollute surface and drinking waters like Lake Thunderbird by contributing harmful levels of bacteria. Be sure to pick up after your furry friend when you're out and about. We drink our storm water, so please do your part to help protect it. For more information, visit bit.ly forward slash Norman Stormwater. Hey y'all, I'm Blake Shelton. Being from Oklahoma, I know a thing or two about natural disasters. Tornadoes are common where I'm from and have affected my life and the lives of people I care about. No matter where you live, be aware of the dangers in your area and have a plan. You can create an emergency kit, come up with an evacuation plan, and know where to seek shelter. You never know when a disaster may hit. These simple steps can help save a life. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Whether you're looking for the perfect gift to dazzle your loved ones or choosing a present for yourself, you can rely on our elves at Mitchell's Jewelry. We have a tremendous selection of wish list favorites like stacking bracelets, diamond hoop earrings, and diamond studs, plus the favorite trend-setting delicate gold necklaces and paperclip chains. Don't make Santa wonder what you want. Let's get your wish list started. Enjoy ample parking, our sparkling clean showroom, plus complimentary gift wrap. Mitchell's Jewelry, 2201 West Main in Norman. It is the rush on the ref. We're inside the Brian O'Haver studios today. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman, Air Comfort Solutions text line 405-651-3439. Did you talk to Eric Gray when he was in here? Briefly. What do you, what'd you guys talk about? Um, well, I didn't know who it was at first. He said he was there to pick up the magazines, and I didn't know if that meant that he was delivering them somewhere or what. And then he grabbed the pen to start signing them, and I was like, oh, yeah. That's Eric Gray. Duh. Um, I just, you know, I just told him, uh, I asked him where he's going to be training for the draft, and I asked him about the senior bowl quickly, and, you know, just congratulated him on a, on a great year. Do Pretty you think quick. he recognized you, or is it the uh, you had me at let's go to Taco Bell t-shirt really threw him off? Probably threw him off. I have, uh, there's no way, like, why would he recognize me, uh, just some rando sitting in the, uh, in the radio station. Oh, hell. So, I think he called all his teammates after and said, by God, it was Rocky Kalmus was in there <laughs> with the Taco Bell t-shirt on. Oh, my gosh. That's great. He must be in town talking about his son coming to play here. Yeah. Uh, what a season, man. No, he had a great year, man. He what really, a season. really had a great year. 
Um, awesome for him, and he'll be an asset for someone in the league. There ain't no doubt about that. Um, the overtaxed bowl is the perfect California bowl game. That's from Camo Sooner. <laughs> Chase in Orange County, if you're going to have a bowl in California, here are my ideas. One, the vegan option bowl. Okay. Two, the California's bankrupt bowl. Right. Three, the insane cost of living bowl. <laughs> and that's from Chase, who lives in California. Oh, wow. Or the uh, the the California, you know, all EV vehicles by 2030 bowl. <laughs> the cupcake bowl. Uh, I played in the avocado bowl back in Vista, California in 1983. <laughs> the burnt brisket bowl. The dry brisket oh, bowl. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, I've had smo- uh, smoked saltine crackers. Gross. Never again. Yeah, that wouldn't be good. But smoked um, <sighs> Cheez-Its, that's where it's at. I'm I don't know. I mean, I, I would say, like, you, you say the smoked saltines were gross. And maybe that's the case. Like, I can't say whether they were or not. But whenever I saw Cheez-Its that were smoked, my initial reaction is that's maybe the dumbest thing ever in a waste of smoke. But it did not turn out that way. I was not convinced uh, necessarily either immediately. And then, look at you. I can see you reading this text. I'll get to it because I knew that this was going to get you going. It's a new day. Any news on if Jeffrey Lebby is still on the University of Oklahoma's payroll? I know you guys try to take the sunshine pumper side on the topic, but please give me at least two reasons why you would not fire him. If you need time to think and want to get back to us tomorrow, that's perfectly understandable because the rest of us can't think of any either. Uh, yeah, I can. I'll, I'll tell you, yes, um, Jeffrey Lebby is still on the University of Oklahoma's payroll. I can uh, actually confirm that. As of right now, um, and provide two reasons why I would not fire Jeff Levy. Um, I'll give you reason number one. I thought under the circumstances, the offense performed pretty daggum well this year. Um, and I'll back that up. The I feel like our offensive line was middle of the pack for the Big 12. I feel like our receiving core as an entire group, middle of the pack in the Big 12. Um, I think Eric Gray at back, our backfield running game was good. Um, Not the – what did we end up ranked in the Big 12? I mean, it was – running game was – was good. Yeah, yeah, it was it was good enough for sure. And our backup quarterback situation was probably dead last in the Big 12 this year. So whenever you consider all of those things, the fact that yards wise we did what we did, scoring, we did what we did, I think is pretty good. Was it great? Nope, was not great. Um we had way too many missed opportunities out there, but I will tell you that I don't think any that I can think of missed opportunities I would trace back to Jeff Levy, the offensive structure or the offensive play calls, right? You just go back to the Tech game. We had, what, two opportunities in that game to score touchdowns that got called back, right? Yeah. Um, You go to West Virginia where we lost. We have a deep ball that's wide open for a touchdown, that we drop, 
We had several play designs that were outstanding that we just did not capitalize on as players. I think that there, there's, there's plenty out there. That's number one. Number two. Can I make this one a little bit shorter? Yeah. Steven Broken Arrow just said it. Jackson Arnold. There's number two for you. There's number two. Cruton. Cruton. Um, Jackson Arnold. Five-star quarterback coming in right away. You lose Jeff Levy. Could lose your quarterback. So, there you go. So, you know, when, when, when people try to, if defend is even the right word for Jeff Levy and what he did this year, they automatically point to the drop passes that they had or the overthrows and all that. I mean, and, and I think that that's certainly a way to go about it if you're looking for reasons to defend Jeff Levy. Sure. I think, actually, though, some of the big plays that they had is actually could be um, a way to defend Jeff Levy as well because – I thought, like, you are, you are, you know, you're critical of the wide receiver play, and I think it's fair. I, I, I do. I think a lot of the big plays that the wide receiver made this year were they just great individual plays, or were they schemed open on those plays? And I think a lot of time they were schemed open on those plays yeah. rather than just great individual play down the field. I mean, think about the will route to Drake Stoops. I mean, that was a great. Gosh, I can't even remember what game was that. Was that was Tech, wasn't it? Was that Tech? Or was that the week before at home? That was the last home game. Oklahoma State, he caught that yeah. touchdown in the uh, northeast yeah. uh, corner. That was a great little wheel route design. Uh, we had a bunch of those like little delayed um, go routes that worked out good. I mean, I mean, yeah, there was, there was plenty of stuff. I mean, the play design that we had at Iowa State that was wide open, that Mims dropped, would have been called back anyways, I think, on a holding call, but... Like that play design was excellent. Yeah, there was, and I'm not saying it was perfect this year from Jeff Levy. Far from it. I mean, but I, I just don't think it was necessarily as god awful as some people, you know, think. Right. It, it could have been better. It needs to be better. They've got to, more than anything. They they've got to upgrade the roster, sure, and I think that they're well on their way to do that on both sides of the ball. Yeah, but they've got to figure out their tempo and pace before next year. Well, they've got to figure that out, and, and that I is on him. I understand that. I see that that text right here. Levy just needs to work on time management. Uh, sometimes too quick for no reason. I I agree with that, but I mean, there's a reason for it. I mean, Jeff Levy. And Brent Venables and all of these coaches didn't just all of a sudden like, figure out, like, oh, how, let's see how the clock works in college football. No, they're doing that. They're going tempo to make up for other inadequacies. You can only play the cards that you're dealt. And I sometimes, oftentimes – with the situation in in this past season, uh, you're left with no no real other out and to try and convert some of those short short yardage plays other than to go up tempo and try and snap it quick before defense has a chance to get perfectly aligned on you. And I'm not sitting here trying to say that that's a great way, like that's how you want to live your life as an offense. We don't like that's not how they want to play moving forward, but sometimes that's how you have to play with the personnel that you you were afforded to play with at the time. I, I think like, if, if we get better at offensive line, 
more physical at offensive line, and and we're able to just line up and smoke people off the ball, you won't see nearly as much as of that. Yeah. And that has to like a lot of that starts with wide receivers winning, forcing some teams out of the looks that we were getting all of the time. Biggest thing they need to accomplish this offseason, and I don't know if that can be accomplished throughout the offseason, it can, but sustaining drives because um, it's not just the offense that will benefit from that. Obviously, the defense will as well. They cannot right. continue to have games where it's – you know what, uh, th- three to four, or they 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 only have the ball for uh, twenty two minutes a game. That that cannot happen moving forward. Not if if you want to win win at a high level. Right, that, that's got to switch. Well, l- let me say this real quickly. Um, you know, I can I can handle being called a sunshine pumper. All right, I got no problem with that. Throw it at me I, if you think that that's an insult to me. I maybe perhaps it is. I don't take it as one. I don't care. Uh, you can call me what you want. But if if you are someone that resorts to wanting someone to be fired after year one, considering the limitations uh, and and everything that we had roster wise, and my if that's your if that's your go to. Uh, it, to me, it lacks the ability to have a little bit of critical thinking instead of just taking the first thing that pops into your head every single time something comes up. I, I think it's just a total lack of critical thinking to be able to look at a, a larger picture and try and evaluate what's going on. Like we, are, we had a transitional year. I hoped it was going to go better. Right? I, I thought that some of the players that we had on roster were going to make some bigger jumps. Those guys didn't. All right, That's fine. I, you know, we got to continue to try and develop them, but you don't start firing people. You don't want to be known as a university that's randomly just going to start firing people you don't be after Auburn? one year. Come on. It'd be yeah. fun to be Auburn for a little while. Oh, what? Jeff Levy? <laughs> uh, he went to Oklahoma, and you know, with what they had, had one of the the better offenses in the conference, and he got fired after year one. Woo, um, I may I may hang on and, and wait for something else. You'll like this one from the nine one eight. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Fire Lebby. Get the clock issues fixed, and he's fine. So that's the dumbest thing that they've ever heard. Right today, Thursday. Yeah. On Tuesday, they had dumbest thing I've ever heard. UNL can UNLV can be good. <laughs> so in the span of three days, this individual has heard the dumbest thing that they've ever heard in their life twice. Yeah. That's something to be proud about. They How both about have happened uh, during the show too. Which well, makes me feel good. December 6th, I think that was before I was here. Yeah, you were on vacation that day. So, so one of you guys <laughs> said the dumbest thing that, that he'd ever heard. Uh, no, we said Brian Odom. Uh, not Brian Odom. Barry? We said Barry Odom to UNLV. Like, hey, UNLV plays in a really cool NFL stadium now. It's Vegas. Like, I don't know. Maybe something could – you know, there was no grand proclamation. But that was the dumbest thing they've heard. and. Now the new dumbest thing they've heard is today to fire Levy. Well, if someone said that UNLV can be good, I I would say that that's nowhere close to the dumbest thing I've heard. Um, If if Iowa State can be good, if Kansas can go to an Orange Bowl – 
Hell, you would have said the same thing about Baylor back in the day. If Baylor could if win a Big Baylor 12 championship, multiple, can win a Big 12 championship. I, if all of those things can happen, and that's just like right off the top of my head, I, if those things can be done at those places, UNLV can be good. Is it going to be easy? Absolutely not. You got to have a couple special players. You got to have uh, some things happen to go your way. You got to make the right hire. Is Barry Odom the right hire there? I don't know. He's he's a good one. You know, he's got a, a good experience. But anyone under any circumstance can be good, including Colorado. What about Jason Garrett at Stanford? Is that the one exception? Jason Garrett at Stanford. He's being rumored as a uh, finalist for that job. They could be average. Hey, they'll get a lot of claps over there on the sidelines, man. A lot of come on, guys. Once college football moves to a uh, 16-game regular season, you can count on Stanford being 8-8 eight eight every single year. There you that go. That much I know. There you go. All right, quick time out. More from the rush coming up. Hour number one rolls on next. Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on the Ref Sports Radio Network. Your home for Sooner fans. Need a doctor now? Not sure what kind of doctor you need? Just call 405-515-5000, Norman Regional's Community Call Center. From 8 a.m. until 5 p.m. Monday through Friday, 405-515-5000, and a live person will match you with a provider that best fits your needs. Norman Regional has 17 primary care clinics throughout South Central Oklahoma, providing you with quality care close to home. Whether you need a wellness visit, a physical, sick care, or management of chronic conditions, just call 405-515-5000. From the gridiron, to the hardwood, to the diamond, no one covers the Sooners like we do. If it's Sooner Sports, we have you covered 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. This is the home of Sooner fans. Ever wonder why someone would go to the ends of the earth and leap into the unknown? Maybe a better question is, what are you waiting for? Pacifico is brewed for those who follow their own path. That's Living Life Anchors Up. Wake up with Toby Rowland. Not much to talk about, but we'll figure out a way to cobble our way through three hours. And T.J. Perry. What a bomb. (laughs) What a complete bomb. The T-Row in the morning show. It's what a sports show sounds like when people remember to have fun. I got the uh, new hoodie that Brent wears with the schooner on the front of it. Yeah, it, yeah. it came in the other day. Oh, I like that one. Sharp. Yeah, I like that one. The, like it. the red one, it's got yeah. kind of a cartoonish mm-hmm. drawing of the schooner. On the yeah. For yourself as a Christmas gift? No, I had a gift card from last Christmas, and I said, I better use this. <laughs> <laughs> True story. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the best. <laughs> you got it this last week? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it came right before the trip. I worked at the airport. Yeah. T-Row and TJ. Weekdays from 6 to 9 a.m. on the home of Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. Uh, RPG came through the belly of the aircraft. We don't talk about the female combat wounded. These are our daughters and our sisters and our mothers. Wounded Warrior Project came into my life and taught me how to stand back up and get back in the fight. The truth is I think we all have this strength inside of us, but until you're tested, you just don't know it's there. See how Wounded Warrior Project empowers women veterans like Beth by visiting woundedwarriorproject.org slash empowerwomenvets. Teachers shape the future. Right now, in a classroom somewhere in the United States, there's a teacher inspiring a future scientist who'll make preventing pandemics their life's work. 
sharpening the mind of an aspiring environmentalist who'll help combat climate change, and generating possibilities for a student who'll be the first in their family to graduate college. Explore a career that leaves a legacy you can be proud of. Teach. Learn more and receive free support at teach.org. Whether you're looking for the perfect gifts to dazzle your loved ones or choosing a present for yourself, you can rely on our elves at Mitchell's Jewelry. We have a tremendous selection of wish list favorites like stacking bracelets, diamond hoop earrings, and diamond studs, plus the favorite trend-setting delicate gold necklaces and paperclip chains. Don't make Santa wonder what you want. Let's get your wish list started. Enjoy ample parking, our sparkling clean showroom, plus complimentary gift wrap. Mitchell's Jewelry, 2201 West Main in Norman. We are the Carlstone, a 55-plus active living community in Norman, Oklahoma. Our professional and caring staff members have over 80 years of combined experience, and with our luxurious facilities, you're guaranteed to enjoy retirement. Get in a workout, spend a night out with friends, or get cozy and stay in for a movie. Call or visit us online today and start living the good life at the Carlstone. Oh boy, we got a lot of, uh, well, the dumbest thing I ever heard is taking place right now on the text line. Okay. The dumbest thing I've ever heard is someone else saying that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard is UNLV has no chance to be good. With the NIL that's in place, they could be a gold mine. Deion Sanders should have taken that job. Some other textures had that opinion as well. Uh, USC, UNLV, excuse me, is set the minute the casinos can hand out NIL deals. No conflict of interest there. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, I honestly, I have no idea what UNLV's donor base looks like. Um, you know, their practice facility and everything is right there on the strip. The university's right there on the strip. Yep. Their basketball arena and everything is. Um, I don't know. Is are they playing in the new arena? Yeah, at Which, uh, Allegiant yeah. Stadium, not Sam Boyd anymore. Right, a little bit, a little bit uh, nicer of an upgrade. Yeah, there. it's awesome because Sam Boyd was all the way across town, and they used to do like monster truck yeah. rallies there, all sorts of stuff. Out in the middle, it's really it was way out in the middle of, uh, like right on the edge of town, right up next to the mountains. Um, so, I, I think anywhere can be good with the right nowadays. That that did not used to be true in college football. Um, yeah. That did not used to be true. Nowadays, I think absolutely that is the case. Well, Anyone can easy. be good. It's not easy, but it can happen, especially in, like, they're not in, like, one of these conferences that it, it's just impossible to be, like, in the SEC, it's hard to to climb to the top of the SEC from the bottom. I mean, that's difficult because the level of player at the top Compared to the level of player at the bottom is, I mean, there's it's just a, it's tough to overcome that. Like Boise State is dominates the Mountain West Conference and and have for a long time, but like everything else in there is pretty cyclical. You're talking about Fresno, San Diego State, uh, Hawaii. San Diego State just built a new stadium. Yeah, so year. I don't know. I, I think it's possible. Uh, we'll but. get to more of those texts coming up next segment. First, let's do a little bit of an experiment. Um, okay. Georgia, Ohio State, who wins the Peach Bowl? Georgia. Okay. TCU, Michigan, who wins the Fiesta Bowl? 
I got to go with Michigan. Okay. Georgia-Michigan National Championship. Who wins? Georgia. Okay. So Georgia has won back-to-back titles. Michigan has played in back-to-back playoffs. What does the new hierarchy in college football look like? Georgia new the, the, no. the new number one program in the sport? No. Who is? Alabama. Still? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Georgia's won two titles since Bama's last one. Okay. Yeah. What does the hierarchy look like, though? Like, what's the top tier and who's all in it and how many teams? Bama, Georgia, the – oh, sorry. Michigan. Yep. That's kind of the point I'm getting at. We have a little bit of a hierarchy shift here. Michigan is now all of a sudden in the top tier. The Ohio State Still, University. Uh, okay. Man, I don't know. You're going to have to throw me a better option at number, well, at number you don't, four. Well, you don't have to have four teams in the top tier. The top tier could be two teams. Oh, it could be just I, Georgia and Alabama if you I thought it you to were ju- I thought you were just saying, like, just start to rank them, like, oh, going no, 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 down no, no. in order. Um, well... The tier goes Alabama and Georgia. The next tier is Michigan, Ohio State, uh, throw Clemson in there. Just you just I, I bring it up because remember the time where we all thought not we all thought, but there was a thought and a fear that, oh gosh. Is Alabama and Clemson going to play again for the national championship? Right. Is this hurting the sport? Like, it's getting too regionalized here. Like, we need some new blood. When is this Bama-Clemson run going to end? Well, maybe it is. Maybe Clemson's on the way down, and maybe Georgia is kind of the new, pun intended, top dog in the in the sport. Yeah. They went back-to-back titles. You could make a heck of a claim for it. I Here's what's weird, and I don't know if anyone else feels this way. And it's just like, it's kind of hard to explain, but I almost feel like if we're to replace Alabama in the top spot with Georgia, I don't feel like anything has changed. I almost feel like Alabama and Georgia in the top spot is like an interchangeable machine Could for be. some reason. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't really feel feel like anything has changed for some reason and maybe it's just a a conference thing maybe it's that Kirby Smart came from Alabama Um, I think what you're saying maybe is this and if this is it I agree Georgia is capable of being what Bama's been the past decade I don't know if they'll get there with with Kirby Smart but I, I think like the program and where Georgia's at right now is capable of like really going on a run I think it's very capable of doing that. Yeah, I think so. The interesting thing, and I, and first, let me say that I think Stetson ben, uh, Stetson Bennett is the maybe the most disrespected college ah, quarterback. Disrespected? Ever. People thought he should have retired at yeah. the end of last year. Oh, you're not going to have another year like that. Just you know, roll out in the side, be a coach next year, but you don't need to play quarterback. What? But like the crazy thing is. Like that's how Alabama kind of started off, right? That's how their dynasty started off. Was they they didn't have the best quarterback in college football year in Far year from out, it. but they had the best defensive players and they absolutely dominated the line of scrimmage. And that's how Georgia is starting off. That's a good way to start off a dynasty is building it from the inside out, right? Once you build it from the outside in, it feels like it's hard to ever 
like all the other pieces never fall into place. Like you maybe sure. you feel like you're adequate there because of the quarterback play whenever maybe you actually aren't. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We'll wrap up hour number one next. Make the right call for OU coverage in the Sooner State. Lock it on the Ref Sports Radio Network. Your home for Sooner fans. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC in El Reno is family-owned and operated, and they take pride in providing a no-pressure, friendly sales process with excellent service. Now you can't beat that. Be sure to check out the lineups for Buick and GMC and get top dollar for your trade. So take a little drive to big savings. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC, I-40 and Highway 81, exit 125 in El Reno, or dorsey-jonesbuickgmc.com. Riverwind is your place to play this holiday season. With all of your favorite games, the best service. And so many ways to win. It's no wonder that Riverwind is OKC's number one casino. So if you want to have the best time, you won't find better than number one. Parents, do you want your teen to be a safe driver? Enroll them today in Oklahoma's free online Work Zone Safe course for teen drivers at www.workzonesafe.com. Your teen will learn to be a safe driver in a work zone and be eligible to win scholarships, sports tickets, and more. Visit www.workzonesafe.com to learn more and enroll your teen today. Workzonesafe.com. Hey Sooner fans, come find your next dream home here at Titan Factory Direct, the number one retailer in Oklahoma, with homes starting as low as $59.9. We have a wide variety of floor plans and prices that can't be beat. And for a limited time only, our factory has agreed to build a three or four bed, two bath version of our most popular 28 by 56 double wide for only $99.9. That includes our delivery and setup, central heat and air, and standard champion 10 year structure warranty and seven year protection plan. Come by and ask for Joe to see and I'll make you a deal that can't be beat. Boomer Sooner. I am Jordan Klinger, a partner at McIntyre Law. Earlier in my career, I worked for a large insurance company. I quickly discovered that my passion was to help people, not insurance companies. I've seen them take advantage of injured Oklahomans who did nothing wrong. McIntyre Law fights for our clients. We have won hundreds of millions of dollars for our clients, and we stand ready to help you. Contact McIntyre Law at 405-917-5200 or visit us at McIntyreLaw.com. If you or a loved one has suffered a debilitating illness or injury, Norman Regional's inpatient rehabilitation team is the one you can trust to help get your quality of life back where you need it. As an accredited center of excellence and top three physical rehab facility in the state, according to U.S. News & World Report, Norman Regional's dedication to patients isn't just a talking point, it has been proven. To learn more, visit normanregional.com and search inpatient rehabilitation. Hi, this is Martina McBride. With online news, social media, and texting available 24-7, the world seems to be spinning faster and faster every day. And it can be overwhelming. Sometimes we just need to unplug and take a break from our electronic devices. It can help reduce stress and allow us to reflect on the things that are really important in our lives. This message brought to you courtesy of the United States Air Force. 
Electric cooperatives don't just generate power, they generate ideas. At Oklahoma Electric Cooperative, we never stop thinking of ways to help everyone become more energy efficient. We invest our resources in technologies that build a brighter tomorrow for all Oklahomans, like our addition of Norman's first solar farm, the OEC Solar Garden. We pride ourselves in finding and creating solutions for today and tomorrow. Your trusted energy advisor, Oklahoma Electric Cooperative. We are the Carlstone, a 55-plus active living community in Norman, Oklahoma. Our professional and caring staff members have over 80 years of combined experience. And with our luxurious facilities, you're guaranteed to enjoy retirement. Get in a workout, spend a night out with friends, or get cozy and stay in for a movie. Call or visit us online today and start living the good life at the Carlstone. Sooner Nation, Bedlam Wrestling is coming to Norman on Sunday, December 11th at McCasland Fieldhouse. Don't miss your chance to lock in your seats for this historic rivalry and see who takes home the Phillips 66 Bedlam Series trophy. For tickets, go to Soonersports.com or call the OU Athletics Ticket Office at 405-325-2424. Boomer Sooner! The Rush is in studio today. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman, Brian O'Haver Studios as we go to the text line. Georgia is a very sophomore uh, roster. Next year, they have a ton of high draft picks. They have a chance if they get solid quarterback play, it could be a three-peat. Yeah. That's from Brian. That's scary to think. Um, Stetson Bennett is Dollar Tree Johnny Manziel. <laughs> Unbelievable. He makes some throws now. He makes some throws. Only way UNLV gets good is if they hire Nick Saban. Maybe Miss Terry wants to go play the uh, penny slots down there at downtown Vegas. Maybe That's Saban. just not true. I mean, they were five and seven this year. I, I'm not trying to say that they were they were great, but they weren't god awful. Like I said, like why can Boise State be good but UNLV can't? Why can um, Liberty, out of nowhere, why can Liberty be good, but UNLV can't? Why can UTSA, who went 11-2 and this year, why can UTSA be good out of nowhere, but UNLV can't? I, I just – I don't, I don't buy into Anyone that. can win nowadays That's in college right. football. The other Rams quarterback is kind of warming up on the sidelines, throwing short passes. No sign of Baker or a headband yet. SoFi is sold out, mostly Raiders fans. Oh, man. Are you uh, – wait, what time does that game start? There's no way the gates are already open for that, right? It's not even 2 p.m. Uh, on the West Coast. I don't – there's so. no way that the gates the are game already starts open for at like seven thirty every night. <laughs> Five hours before. No, that's just know. the homeless. Are they out having? There in LA that are they having in. two Thursday night games? Uh, Would I, they like stack them? I have no idea. I didn't think it started that early, unless I'm totally missing something. Right. Interesting. Yeah. I well, don't, come on. Seventeen's going to be a little bit weird to see tonight if he gets out there on the field. But they play at seven fifteen. Okay. Yeah. There's no way the gates are open Which, that early. Yeah. I mean, you're. 
the players typically don't even show up until <laughs> yeah, no the, wonder you'll two see hours Baker before game time. Yeah, I think you see the event crew out there warming up. That's who you see. Yeah, that's that's the uh, that's the manager's game where they're you know having <laughs> like they a, do basketball a little uh, two below challenge. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what's going on with that text. Yeah, but uh, we'll, we'll we'll see if Baker gets in tonight. I guess there's a chance. I, I guess uh, they're going to evaluate – I don't even know who the other quarterback is on the roster. I think he has a neck injury. If the neck injury looks okay, then he's going to start. If not, then Baker will get the nod. Yeah. Extensive playbook, I'm sure, will be in order for, for Bake tonight. Yeah. A uh, little inside-outside zone, a little boot, little uh, all-goes – Double post, perhaps, three-level, just your run-of-the-mill basic offense. All right, hour number two of the rush. Coming up next, heat the text line hot, 651-3439. 1400 AM, KREF, Norman, Moore, Oklahoma City, and 99.3 FM, K257DA, the Ref Sports Radio Network. GMC continues its commitment to professional-grade engineering in the GMC Truck Series, like offering the world's first available six-function multi-pro 